rumor has it I might actually answer the questions going on correctly today. Really? Maybe. Well, then I'll maybe ask Matt first. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to wait and see. Tune in next week. <laughs> <laughs> going on everyone we're here with episode number seven of the storm of the beach podcast talking about all things great and garbage from our footy viewing this week Ooh. maybe some sport viewing also other sports are, are available there was other sport this week yeah is, is footy not considered a sport hmm. uh, so a religion Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> i like it what's going on boys yeah what's going on Keelan's going on. Yeah, not much, mate. You know, big big week, big weekend. We attended a wedding and such. Slightly large weekend. Slightly large weekend. There was something on every day. You just can't make this shit up. Busy um, man. <laughs> Time is money, et cetera, et cetera. Maddie's going on. It's going on. <laughs> I'm convinced I need to actually pre-write my answer to Scone on now because it's just... <laughs> well, Matt doesn't contribute shit to Scone on. <laughs> Someone has to. Every episode. So, someone's got to hopefully answer me each week. I was like, I'm just wondering, mate, what's going on with you? Uh, yeah, not a lot. Just focusing on the next week ahead. Um, we're going to have a, you know, look back at the last week's tape and um, pull what we can from it. Um, you know, didn't have the best performance, but hopefully the boys can... Rally back and we'll put in a good one. All credit way. to him. Full credit <laughs> to the boys. <laughs> how, how do you rate your uh, second half of the week performance uh, compared to the first half? Yeah, look. Uh, what are you calling it? Wednesday, obviously. Well, it was a long weekend, so I call Monday part of last week. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Facts. So, today, tomorrow. Yeah, okay. So, second so half there is performance. No second half performance. Last available. quarter performance to be seen. Third quarter. Pretty strong. Uh, in the office, had some big wins. <laughs> <laughs> Beat a fucking spreadsheet that I was working on most of yesterday, so suck me, Excel. You love to see it. Take that, Billy G. Straight out of the demon's back pocket there, mate. Big third quarter. <laughs> My third quarter was very average. Uh, it was a... Uh... <laughs> Slow out of half time. It's just one of those one of those days where you slow out of the gate and you just you just don't get enough done. Then you <laughs> but it is what it is. And then you come to dozens of minutes before podcast time, still writing his recap. Singular recap <laughs> I had left to write. Um Crazy. unlike a certain member of staff we have here. Ooh. <laughs> Staff. Staff. That would indicate we're all paid. (laughs) (laughs) I've been upgraded. Well, volunteer staff member. A a certain (laughs) intern we have on the podcast. (laughs) Official first intern status, surely. Actually, lock it in. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God bless America. All right. Should we get into Butcher of the Week? I believe we should. Do you guys have any nominations? Because I think I'm just going to come in hot with, with my one last because it's going to top all of them. Uh, no. No. Yours is excellent. I thoroughly support your Butcher of the Week nomination. Well, as I alluded to earlier, we attended a wedding mm-hmm. on the weekend. It was a lovely, lovely day. Beautiful uh, wedding. A lovely outdoor wedding 
uh, on Mount Tambourine that the weather held up for. Weather did hold up. So Sorry, Beachmont, not Mount. Same same thing, isn't it? It's a mountain. It's same a mountain. Range. Yeah. Probably. It's ta- you've seen it's, one, you've seen them all. It had grass, it had trees. Relatively tall. A- altitude was there. Yep. Um, <laughs> Above sea level. <laughs> most important. <laughs> when does a hill turn into a mountain? I think there's a legit cutoff. There's like a there's like a height cutoff. I've always thought mountains are pointy. When does a mount? <laughs> Whereas hills are round. Oh, the mountains are pointy, isn't it? <laughs> uh, explain to me Table Mountain in South Africa. Well, flat you, top. <laughs> <laughs> yes. This isn't the ASMR oh, podcast, Chief. I think <laughs> you're your fine. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe there used to be a point above said table. Right, someone scooped it off. <laughs> mountain is taller than hill. Well, no shit, Sherlock. But <laughs> we had no. that sorted. All oh, right, mate. It was just you interrupting me. Oh yeah. I on as I speed read this, this article between mountains and hills on WorldAtlas.com. They don't give us a uh, clear, clear, concise definition with a number. So I don't like it. Now, Jamie, can you please look up the difference between mount and mountain? Oh, uh, hold on. A hill is usually less. Than 300 to 600 meters, where a mountain is usually higher than 600 meters. Well, there we go. Mm, okay. Um, height of Mount Tambourine. Let's go. No, not really. Um, right. What do you want me to look up? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. This is fine. Um, but as you were, Butcher of the Week nomination. Oh, uh, yes. Unofficially so we sponsored by Super Butcher. Butcher of the Week. Other butchers may be available. <laughs> <laughs> Gets you every time. <laughs> So we attended a wedding. It was lovely. It was delightful. Um, congratulations to the lovely couple, mm-hmm. um, Gareth and Haley. Um, and I hope at least one of them listens to this because, on average, everyone gets married what like a handful of times, right? So <laughs> yeah. at least one of them should be able Three to take to this dozen, feedback for their next wedding. So, um, <laughs> no, nah, they'll probably stay together forever. I'm just making funny marriage jokes here, aren't I? I'm a child. Oh, I'm a be, child of he'd divorce. Be stupid. <laughs> Some yeah. would say he's punching. Punching. <laughs> we love you though, Gareth. Please listen to our podcast for the love of God. <laughs> um so yeah, we attended a wedding and like ceremony outdoor and everything. This is sorry. I forgot almost that the taxi driver uh bogged himself in the wet grass mm-hmm. and we had to push him out in our suits. Yep. Luckily, no one was covered in mud. Yep. Um, that's a secondary butcher of the week. Full but credit the, to the boys, though. Full credit to the boys. The we literally <laughs> got behind it. We got behind you. <laughs> realised that we might get more splattered from behind it. And then we proceeded to get in front of it. Yep. Um, How good. Uh, it was great. Um, man didn't listen to us and uh, thankfully... Uh, Mr. Mr. Chris was uh, able to tow him out. Uh, yep. Full credit to Chris on that one. Actually, full credit to Chris. Legitimately, yeah, the boys did not Chris. much, actually. Yeah. Well, we pushed him down the hill more. Look, I warned him from my car where he couldn't hear that I wouldn't go down that slope if I was him. Instead so, of reversing 20 metres in a straight line where there was more space for me to pass, he decided to pull off the road into a <laughs> slight slope and he got stuck in his rear-wheel drive maxi-taxi. It's been raining for like a week. Pretty and it moist. was in the shade. In the shade. It was basically clay based soil. Yeah. Oh, it's ridiculous. Pretty Man slippery. Made a silly silly decision. Yep. But so even sillier than that, it's an outdoor wedding, sun's shining, people are wearing suits and stuff. Like beer everyone's is flowing. Getting, beer is flowing. They had the combi yeah. keg. You know what is important when you're drinking beer? 
Uh, hydration. Hydration is important. Mm. Okay. Beer's 95% water. So. But that's not enough. <laughs> <laughs> the beer was accessible before the water was. Yep. And then when the water finally came out, there's this piddly little, basically a large mason jar with a tap on the end. Mm-hmm. That the water was dispensed from. Now, I reckon, given that everyone had been six liters max, tops, tops, that's pushing it for what 150 people, 150 <laughs> people. Now, given that we'd been standing in the sun, mind you, it was I was, was sweating was through a, my suit. It was a nice temperature, but like we're all wearing suits. in the sun, like we're yeah, getting yeah, warm. Yeah. Um, yeah, we were we were thirsty. Funnily enough, and that four to six liters of quite cold water actually went straight away. It was gone. It was like... Interchange time, possibly two hours. Yeah, it was... Slowest like, bench of all time. It went like Frodo drinking water on the slopes of Mount Doom. <laughs> Just a few drops and it was gone. It was spilt. <laughs> plenty of beer, plenty of wine, <laughs> minimal water. And yeah. what else was there a lack of? So I wasn't drinking because I'm on a bit of a health kick. As I was say. driving, so I only had a couple of alcoholic beverages. And that we have a very well documented um, love for Pepsi Max. Matt's drinking one right now. Hmm. I just finished a one point two five liter bottle in a mouthful. There was only a mouthful left, but <laughs> the stats don't lie. Um, <laughs> I work with I work with Mister Forbes. We drink Pepsi Max seventy five percent of our workday. Mm. I specifically requested Pepsi Max on the wedding. Mm-hmm. What was there? Coke. Ooh. Full sugar. Full sugar Coke. In the same four to six litre mason jar with a tap on the end situation as well. Yep. That is feral. Yep. Absolute garbage. The iced tea was good though. I didn't have it because iced tea is... Well, the water fucking ran out so I had to drink something else. <laughs> I wasn't drinking full sugar Coke. <laughs> so I chose so full sugar iced tea full sugar tea, yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Get it in me. Oh, oh it was just a, just a fucking shit show, mate. Shambles. Like. People complain about shit, but like that is something. That is truly something that'll scar me um, for possibly the rest of my life. Um, You're going to think about that every wedding you attend now. Is there going to be Pepsi Max? <laughs> if not, cross me off the list. <laughs> I'll set like, like, like I'll settle for Coke, no sugar. I'll settle for just to get LA some ice, fucking fluids in no me, sugar. right? Because I'm thirsty and I'm not standing there drinking six bottles of Prosecco a piece like everyone else was. It's an um, interesting problem to have more alcohol than water. Yeah, it it just seemed very very backwards um, to me. Not because um, that's all I could drink on the day, mm. but like y- yeah, you you feel like alcohol costs more. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Last week, Pepsi Max one point two five liter bottles were on sale, a dollar twenty five each. Not bad. Not bad. That's a cent per mil. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Math checks out. That is probably cheaper than buying bottled water from the servo. Yes. It's definitely yep. 100% cheaper than a bottle of fucking Prosecco. Yep. And I saw like 17 bottles of Prosecco a table and not one single fucking bottle of Pepsi Max. So I'm livid. There was a lot of Prosecco. So like much. a lot of Prosecco. Oh, if I was drinking, it would have been... Oh. How many bottles do you reckon were opened and not finished? I don't know, but my table finished all their bottles. And I wasn't uh, even participating. We had another bottle put on ours, but it wasn't opened. So, but to be fair, I think only half a dozen of the table were drinking. So, yeah, like okay. they finished off the first bottle and then they were all right. They went outside and got more. 
More beers. Yeah, more beers. There was delicious beers on tap. It was. Um, which is also a weird weird situation because the beers on tap were like great beers. There was. It's not bloody 4X summer. And there was no Pepsi Max. God. All right. Sorry. <laughs> I'm just, I'm getting rolled up over here. We should probably move on before the podcast goes for three and a half this hours. This has been me talking noted Pepsi as Max. a great nomination uh, and could be shoo-in for Butcher of the Year, perhaps, <laughs> depending, depending on how other weddings go. When you have to consider also how much the wedding costs in total and really how much buying 10 bottles of Pepsi Max just for me to consume on the day would have cost the couple. Probably could have fit in the budget. <laughs> it could have fit in the budget realistically, given that it would cost them 12 bucks. Mm. Um, and it would have taken my review from a 6 out of 10 to a 10 out of 10 for the day. Yep. <laughs> it was perfect otherwise. Literally perfect. perfect. Four points. It was delightful. <laughs> Setting was great. Everyone took great photos. Um, yep. No idea about the wedding photographer, but we just took great photos. Together. Yeah, everyone else took great photos. Um, Easy in that setting. Yeah, it's just just did it itself, didn't it? Yeah. <sighs> Photos took himself. All right, excellent. It's Good nomination. Th- Thank you. Brooks of the year. <laughs> um, all right, St Kilda's back on the shoot list. They got another entry. <laughs> Garbage. Don't sound so excited. Garbage. Tip them and they don't win. Per usual, back on the shit list. When you kick, uh, what, four goals 18 and you're going to lose by and point... You're on the shit list. Sorry, not sorry. I'm sorry. Did you say four goals, eighteen. I didn't watch that game. Yes, four goals, <laughs> eighteen. That is correct. The match highlights. <laughs> Glad I didn't watch. Went that for game. just over five minutes when most other matches are six to seven. Because there was what nine goals kicked between the two teams in that whole game. Sheesh. Mm. Yeah, wasn't great. Wasn't great. So St Kilda back on the shit list. Boys. A surprise to probably no one at this point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they belong there permanently. Um, all right, get should we dogs. get into it? Time on. We could. I think I'm up first. You are. <clears throat> You've got the first. Friday, two. April 29th. Hope you're sitting down, boys. We are. I mean, <laughs> you can literally see us. Are you talking to our all-male Macedonian fans? That's... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, North Macedonian fans. I'm not about them. Sit down or our Southern Slavic states. Please squat. <laughs> <laughs> please please pop a squat. <laughs> oh, Lord. It was a rewalting margin at Optus on Friday night. Yuck. <laughs> As the Richmond Lynch Mob <laughs> strung up the Eagles for their sixth loss of the season, which was the biggest loss ever at Optus Stadium and the heaviest defeat for the Eagles since 2008, which was a 135-point loss to Geelong at Subiaco Oval. You go from a light-hearted rewild joke to stringing them up. <laughs> yeah, because... Lynch Mob. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I don't Ooh. make their names. I just make the jokes. <laughs> <laughs> They're giving me the content, all right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. And if you don't like that, you won't like how <laughs> negative this is. <laughs> if you don't like that, you won't like Storm in the Beach. Josh- See you later. <laughs> <laughs> Josh J. Kennedy is, ironically, the only member of this struggling West Coast team that shouldn't be assassinated. <laughs> <laughs> As he kicked four goals on the night, one of which was his 700th career goal. Mm-hmm. 
and he is the 25th player to ever reach this achievement. Big congratulations to the big man. Grats to Josh Jay. Snaps for him. (laughs) 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 I really hope your snaps come out in 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 the edit. Lord. Oh, Richmond's Jack Rewalt said he re will also kick four goals and his and Not bad. <laughs> in his two hundredth career game, Tom Lynch kicked a massive seven goals, including his four hundredth career goal. Uh he kicked seven goals, five behinds. So he could have kicked even more realistically. Huge. And Is that normally two hundredth game? Yeah. Tom Lynch it was? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what, sorry, that's what I was saying. Yep, sorry. Yeah, Far, I'm, yeah. Um Normally he misses his Normally he gets his behinds from immediately in front of goal too. So yes. realistically he could have gotten twelve goals. <laughs> yep. Um should have been twelve straight. Probably. Both teams brought their Riolis from home, with West Coast's Willie Rioli getting subbed off in the first half with hamstring problems after zero goal involvements. And Richmond's Daniel Rioli got twenty three touches from half back. Way to kick Willie while he's down. <laughs> <laughs> the real Rioli of the night was Morris Rioli Jr., who kicked three goals in his third AFL game for Richmond, two of which came within a minute in the third term. On he fire. had six additional score involvements for the night as well. Um, and Richmond won by 103. And I'm not giving you a play-by-play because there's no point. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> and we move on to Saturday, which was... Geelong versus Frio at the Cattery, at the GMBHA Alphabet Soup Stadium. Or yep, whatever the it tough is. finished. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> In front of a small crowd and lots of dirt and machinery, <laughs> saw tough pressure from both sides, keeping the ball bouncing between teams for the first six minutes. Frio then gave away the first three goals of the game in the next six minutes. The second of which was due to a poor clearance from their defence, which led to a holding ball call. Holding the ball call, Lord, Lord to read. They then gave away 50 because of umpire descent. No surprise there. Yeah, which didn't really look like it either, but it's literally the only thing it could have been. Guess what? And no one made it clear as to what the call was, so I'm calling it umpire descent. Yeah, guess what? That's 50 metres. Which, funnily enough, Stengel put away, given that he was in the goal square. Not even... Free FA didn't even try and stand on the mark because they were just at all sorts at this point. (laughs) (laughs) They were unable to do the basic tasks right until big boy Rory lobbed one of one through for a major. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Interesting delivery. I'm really sorry. It was pretty poor. (laughs) KFC's chicken supplier Stengel put through another major 28 minutes into the quarter, marking the mid... (laughs) Marking the... Marking... Jesus, fuck. Spit it out. Making... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the margin, 15 late into the first. Frio then kicked the next five goals, which took us Ooh. all the way into the 19th minute of the third quarter. We skipped the whole second quarter. Bit for of Geelong. time travel. Yeah, it, ridiculous. Geelong just didn't score a goal. Frio's resolute midfield and defense um, had stopped the Cats from scoring a major for the entire second quarter and the vast majority of the third. Their first and only third-term goal was from Reese Stanley, who channeled his inner superhero and took a delightful mark off the back of Lloyd Meek, who, uh, as his name suggests, was very meek in that particular marking contest. <laughs> Shortly after he kicked it through, uh, Acres kicked a goal from literally Acres out. Um, take, no, not literally, I'm so sorry. Taking the margin <laughs> to 17 <laughs> at the final break. 
given that acre is a um uh like surface area isn't it so it wouldn't wouldn't really make much yeah, sense yeah about 4000 square meters i believe yeah so i mean you could kick a goal from acres out if you drew a drew a rectangle 1 meter out from goal and then did it however many wide i guess technically yeah that's it you know two away. two by 2000 yeah <laughs> The, the classic acreage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, there were five goals shared between the teams up until the final two minutes of the last term, which saw the ball yo-yo in and out of Geelong's forward 50 as they trailed by nine points. It seemed like it was all over when Frio was finally able to take a mark, but unfortunately, Meek was once again Meek. <laughs> and he kicked it out on the full. Oh, he's had dreams and then nightmares. Yeah. Old Meek. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Unlucky, huh? <laughs> With 26 seconds left on the clock, Blitzkarves managed to put one through from outside 50 to make the margin a meek three points. Mm. Mm. Nice. But Freya managed to hold on and win the game. So, unlucky, dude. Try harder next time. Better luck next time. Matthew. Ooh. Adelaide GWS. Really ride my uh, shitty joke here in this one, but back yourself, <coughs> Ladbrokes. <laughs> I'm cutting that cough out, eh? That was disgusting. Too much. Send it today. Oh, for fuck's sake! <laughs> <laughs> Give me a second. <laughs> <laughs> Give him a minute for pity's sake. Oh, <laughs> I'm all flustered now, aren't I? <laughs> this, never, this never happens, he swears. The beauty of editing. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Do you need me to clap? <laughs> Everything you say makes it infinitely worse. <laughs> Alright. Does it? Send it. And he's clapped anyway. <laughs> That's for the video. <laughs> Cheeky bastard. Sync it up. Quentin Tarantanto directed a perfect sequel with 23 disposals. The premiere... Premiere? Premiere. Premiere. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> French. <laughs> we... Green 2. Green 2. Green's Revenge saw Quentin... Liking his licking his lips and unbuckling his pants as the GWS boys got their feet to the ball seven more times than the Crows' pathetic 1 1. Quentin almost passed out after Green showcased a perfect left foot. <laughs> a perfect left foot snap, only to bring it round two minutes later and take it on his right. Now, Green fulfilled his contractual obligations, giving Quentin a handjob, which led to another goal. I think he means handball. Um, I don't think he can read his own handwriting. I do believe handball is the official (laughs) terminology. Yes. (laughs) Uh, GWS 113, Crows 54. God bless. Huge. Uh, Shout out me. My theory was one week late, but should have backed Toby Green in his Ooh. second game back. Four goals, one. Ride him. Yeah, not bad. Yeah, not a bad effort. Beach yeah. House? 
Yeah, it could be Chouse on it. Mm. Oh, I wouldn't next week. Wouldn't next week, but find another forward who's either brand new or returning. And then ride them. Fresh with the PH. Beach House responsibly. <clears throat> the next game was Melbourne Hawthorne. Luke Jackson, Kaiser Pickett, Alex Neil Bullen, Tom Sparrow, Harrison Petty. Five premiership players for the D's. Five spectators of the game against the Hawks due to COVID nineteen restrictions. But it didn't stop D's nuts, cream the Hawks on the night. <laughs> 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 Although maybe it wasn't the creaming everyone expected. The Young Hawks team managed to put up some good numbers against the reigning premiers with Dylan Moore Aww. having another... Dylan Moore? Moore! <laughs> <laughs> having another great game with 33 disposals. And Sicily was as large as a small Mediterra- Mediterranean... Mediterranean. <laughs> <laughs> Mediterranean. <laughs> large as a small Mediterranean island. <laughs> <laughs> with 26 disposals out of the back and 10 intercept possessions. <clears throat> the gap after the first quarter was only two points and the game could have gone either way in the second. It wasn't until the third quarter that the Ds really started flexing their muscles, kicking six goals four to Hawthorne's three goals three to take a 28-point margin into the final break. We just want to briefly touch on... Um, they literally, like, like The Ds just keep having big third quarters. I don't know what it is. They must literally just have something in the water. Mike's special half-time. stuff at halftime, yeah. Because <laughs> also they didn't have their they didn't have their um, main coaching staff on hand for the game either. So it's not even just his mm. energy in the locker room. Mm. It must be they're doping. Perhaps at halftime. Perhaps lock it in. <laughs> Sorry, they're you've allegedly heard, heard doping. That if we just say allegedly, it can't come back on us. I Correct. saw it in an Instagram video earlier. Correct. <laughs> Allegedly, you've heard it here first. Allegedly. Allegedly reporting facts. Don't be surprised. The Hawks did mount a large comeback in the fourth, but wasn't large enough. They kicked three goals to Melbourne zero in the final term, but the Ds held on to win by a measly 10 points. In a surprise to no one except maybe Brian Taylor, the five-time All-Australian Ruckman Max Gorn had a stellar game against the six-game veteran Max Lynch. He had 29 disposals, 8 clearances, 2 goals, and gained 406 metres, absolutely dominating the centre of the ground against the rookie, funnily enough. Huge. Well, yeah, but like it's like playing against a fucking VFL boy at that point, isn't it? So, That's true. And Christ himself, Petraka, also had a massive game, recording 31 disposals at 84% efficiency. 8 inside 50s, 5 marks, 3 clearances, 1 goal... And 639 metres gained. Not bad. Decent. But also, when you consider who Hawthorne had on the field, <laughs> get a bunch of young boys, uh, not bad from them. Isn't hmm. that a European football team? Uh, yeah, they're Swedish hmm. or Swiss. Yeah, one Is of that the same thing? One of those. Oh. Uh, yeah. No, no kind of. Marginally different. Yeah, there's a border between them, but they're yeah. basically the same. <laughs> they both do chocolate. Shout out young boys. <laughs> Shout out uh, Young Wait a North Macedonian <laughs> Football club, football club. <laughs> young Boys FC. <laughs> St. Kilda, Port Adelaide. Oh, jeez. <clears throat> Let's see what material he's got written here. Because we got the good stuff in the electronic version. I don't know what he's got written. I can see down. Isaac's got some content. Oh, yeah. I have a handful of numbers. Okay. 
Six, for example. Half dozen. Handful would be five, maybe. Baker's dozen, possibly. Mm. <laughs> if we're talking two handfuls plus one genetic mutation. For taste. <laughs> really? uh, Port Adelaide kicked five goals, 13 behinds. Terrible. It, it's In the entire impressive. game, not the first quarter. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, even more unbelievable would be St. Kilda kicking only four goals, 18 behinds for the entire game. Pretty embarrassing. You have to keep in mind where they were playing, which was, Matthew, as you, as you recap the game, you would know. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere in Australia, I would assume. Uh, that's correct. I don't think we've got any overseas games this season. Yeah, we're not <laughs> playing in China this year. Yep. No Auckland games anymore. Mm. Uh, it was up at uh, Kazali Stadium in Cairns. Ah, oh, there we go. Yep. yep. Well known for their heat. Their heat. Perhaps humidity. <laughs> Bit of moisture. Well known. Rainforesty area. Some people might call this match specifically a, a shit show. Others would call it the same thing because that was basically... <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was a bit damp up there. Hence the wayward kicking. Blokes were playing with a bar of soap, essentially, out there. Playing a game of Chase the Greasy Pig. <laughs> trying to get onto the footy. Which is actually a real sport they play up there, too, yeah, keep in mind. <laughs> absolutely. That's how they train. That's Tuesday night training. The pig is not a real pig, unfortunately. It's consenting. <laughs> it is a real pig up there. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Well, one bloke's obviously very good because he has to grease the pig <laughs> and then everyone else has to catch it. <laughs> but Big bottle of olive oil. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a bit, bit warm up there. The boys were sweating like pedos at a Wiggles concert. <laughs> like gypsies with a mortgage. We've heard these ones before. See, I, I don't know about the Wiggles concert so much anymore. <laughs> True. They've they got, do still have concerts, though. They've they got are those, still kicking. The Plus 18 Wiggles events and... I don't think there's any kids going to those ones. Just sad, creepy, nostalgia Yeah, by definition. Depressed mid-40s. Pedos don't like the above 18 fans of the Wiggles. No, I understand. De- yeah, so... Yeah. So they wouldn't be sweating except for out of, you know, uh, the exhaustion mosh. of moshing, yeah. yeah. Everyone moshing. <laughs> talking circle pit to fruit salad. Um, hot potato. Wall of spaghetti. Wall of death at the breakdown <laughs> for hot potato. Oh, my God. <laughs> Hot potatoes were getting thrown left and right <laughs> in the wall of death. <laughs> Murray's screaming his lungs out. <laughs> and Jeff is still asleep. <laughs> Absolute monster. <laughs> All right, a couple oh. new ones for the fans. Sweating like a glass blower's ass. <laughs> oh, pretty good one. That'd be real bloody sweaty. <laughs> We're talking like 35 degree heat, 50 on the floor. (laughs) (laughs) Sheesh. And finally, sweating like a dyslexic on Wheel of Fortune. (laughs) Let us get a little bit different. God. To wrap it up, St. Kilda kicked four goals at about a thousand behinds. (laughs) To Port's five goals and 995 behinds. Port winning by one. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody wins that game. (laughs) 
the only winners were not the fans because there's no way anyone enjoyed watching that. So <laughs> the only winners was the pop-up coffee shop at the ground, I think, based on the weather. <laughs> Red Bull and vodka would have been flying out the door. <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh my gosh! Oh, great stuff! Pinch and a punch for the first game of the month. No, nah, I've missed Matthew's other game. Yeah, I'm so sorry. He he's like, I've it's, gotten it's, out of this one. It's, um, it's just difficult to see because when um, when someone's got no notes under their game, it's kind of difficult to pick up. I on. just thought it was part of the stats from the last I know, game. I know. Yeah. So sorry, yeah. Matthew, but um, Carlton North Melbourne. Yeah, got any recollection of this one? That's fair. So, uh, according to AFL.com writers, quote unquote writers, the dot you. Yeah, if you want to get technical. <laughs> I do. <laughs> <laughs> now, according to these so-called writers, North unraveled in the third quarter. As uh, any North fan of the past decade can confirm, we never we never were raveled to begin with. <laughs> like a uh, woman who cheats on her husband to be with you, only to later cheat on you. <laughs> What did you expect? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Just continuing his absolute dominance, possibly siding with the police. We don't know for sure. Cripps locked down the block once again. 30 disposals, 10 clearances, I think. Just an absolute display. And uh, yeah, yeah. Eventually, like uh, most AFL games, uh, this one also did have an ending. Um, <laughs> I think uh, score is uh, one fourteen to sixty four, something like that. Um, not, you know. What does that make the margin? I don't know. It's just you know. I can't do the math. I'm really sorry. You're gonna have to do it for me. Uh, it wasn't that big. It was about fifty points. There, there's been bigger margins. <laughs> Say, for example, the West Coast game. Yeah. Which is crazy to think that the margin for the West Coast game was double the margin of North's humiliating display. (laughs) (laughs) But it is what it is, and they suck. But... (laughs) No, yeah. um, No, yeah. Although, how's the chirps from Jack Silvani on Jason Horn Francis saying that North Melbourne suck? It's like, calm down, Chief. You've been good for 37 seconds this season. Short, short memory from Silvani. <laughs> <laughs> Horn Francis is huge. He's going to be, assuming we don't sell him or do something expected of North, <laughs> he'll be huge for the I'm club. Assuming he just doesn't ask to leave because he's sick of it. <laughs> I don't know how Todd sticks it out. Goldstein, I don't know. They probably pro- promised him like a really, really good pension once he retires if he stays this whole time. North, <laughs> I'd do it for a we'll, good pension. We'll triple your salary every year from the day you retire to the day you die <laughs> if you don't leave us while seeing your playing years. <laughs> That's an instant lock. Oh yeah, there's no way you oh, decline that. No, offer of unless you started at one dollar. What <laughs> other reason would he stay? <laughs> there's no other reason. They made him an offer. Love for refuse. the club, maybe <laughs> <laughs> loyalty. <sighs> In, I actually like loyalty in sports. Tell I'm who really the sorry for taking Golden State Warriors fan in the room is. Ay, 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 ay. Alec. It's Keelan. Oh! <laughs> Spoilers. 
I'd have a comeback, but I'm too busy trying to turn off low power mode on my iPad because I'm sick of it going to sleep. I don't know where to go. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, as you said, pinch the punch, first game of the month. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Yeah, sorry. First ball came a little bit too early. <laughs> a little bit excited. Unlucky. <laughs> so do you reckon pre-come only comes out of one then? Is that what you're saying? What? You said first ball came a little bit too early. <laughs> I didn't even click on that. How would you ever know for sure? Well, if you removed one, then it would only come from one one side off. (laughs) I think you're at risk. Save one. (laughs) Risk of fire them off (laughs) like shells. (laughs) Firing left torpedo. (laughs) That would probably be port side torpedo. (laughs) Let's hunt for the red October, but it's just. (laughs) <laughs> oh, my days. Alrighty. Italy has the Sistine Chapel. Israel has the Western Wall. And we have the MCG, where shortly on after Sunday Mass, the footy faithful made their way to witness a clash between the Suns and the Magpies. Strong start. Strong start to the to the game or do you To me, to me. <laughs> You're really setting this game up, aren't you? The Suns were off to a hot start with Levi putting in quality finish. And Roses in full bloom, kicking the first two goals of the match. <laughs> the Magpies came swooping back in, applying the pressure through seven goals unanswered. God. Including Brody saying, my check my CR7 impression as he tapped one in off the pack about a foot out. Casbolt <laughs> <laughs> was rocking the G with a huge fly, but unfortunately couldn't convert right before the first break. It didn't take Levi long to hem in his goal-kicking, slotting the first two goals of the second period. Jack no longer has to imagine the feeling of kicking an AFL goal, <laughs> kicking an AFL goal as he kicked the first of his career. Ginevan showed off his tight turning circle in the forward pocket and like a shoeless kid making his way across a surf club <laughs> car park, danced his way through the shade to dodge the Suns, kicking his second for the match. <laughs> At 32 years, Levi's proving quality never goes out of style, kicking his fourth goal before halftime. Shout out to my Levi Jeans fans out there. They'll understand that reference. <laughs> Standing by for Levi Jeans sponsorship. <laughs> other other jeans can, are available. <laughs> if we can get Levi's sponsorship, surely Super Butcher would follow in suit. You'd think so. Yep. Mm. Slightly bigger company. It's a strong backing. Super Butcher is only slightly above Levi's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Correct. (laughs) (laughs) They got Super in their name, after all. Oh, facts. Uh, Marbior and Nick, collectively known as Cholman, (laughs) 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 then kicked three in a row, spanning over the main break to bring the Suns within nine points at the start of the third. Ben tried to be as much of a Painsworth as possible, (laughs) slotting his first and keeping the UV index high. The Collingwood crowd must have called in and requested some indie rock be played as Triple J featured majors through Jack, Josh and Jack (laughs) to finish the third with a 31-point lead. Mm. Ben was showing his Ainsworth that new extension that he's just signed, kicking his second to open the the goals in the last. The captain, Miller, tried to lead from the front, kicking two goals in the fourth, and a total of 36 touches, but it was too little, too late for the Suns going down like four and 20 pies to Collingwood by 25 points. <laughs> Collingwood, 115. Gold Coast, 90. Ooh. Ooh. 
That was a good game up until maybe like the last ten minutes. It was. Mm. It was very close. I was. Uh, it was pay for the whole seat, only use the edge of it, sort of stuff. <laughs> That's just not good value, if you have to be honest. Though, at the end of the day. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it is what it is. I, also, I, there's no way you're only sitting on the edge of the seat at the footy because your knees are in the back of someone's head at that point. <laughs> <laughs> I'm worried about breathing too loudly at the footy. I'm worried it'll piss off the bloke in front of me. Uh, yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Bulldogs versus Essendon. Ooh. Under the roof at Marvel Stadium where the dogs were hoping to leave last round's loss to the Crows on the cutting room floor while the Bombers were trying to lock onto their second win of the season. <laughs> Matt Guelphie set him up with the perfect opportunity for a selfie, kicking the first goal of the match. The Bombers continued to fly in the right direction before Mitch put the dogs in the, wall- in the Wallace of Jericho, <laughs> dying the game up with his second goal. <laughs> the dogs maintained their aggression with, with a three goals to one second term, the one coming from Peter, the only Bomber who seems to be able to do something right. It just writes itself, doesn't it, at that point with a name like that? Oh, absolutely. It's too good. The dogs were off and racing to start the second half, with McNeil kicking his second and Dunkley completing the alley-oop for a goal right on the line. Unlike a man of similar name, Kane Baldwin was able to take an accurate shot and celebrate his first goal in the big time, earning himself the free kick. Baldwin, accurate shot. Alec. What did he do? Accidentally shooting someone on a set. Oh, <laughs> shit. Oh. Yeah. Bruh. Hey, Mr. Film Guy, you haven't heard about this? No, I forgot it was Alec Baldwin that did it. <laughs> well, laugh at my joke now. That you no, get. I'm not laughing at it. Someone died. <laughs> Jeez. I said this guy was more accurate. Yeah, all right. Sorry. <laughs> Macomb. <laughs> It's a little funny though. <laughs> hey! McComb was able to provide a slick finish for his second goal, sparking three in a row from the Dogs. Into the fourth, and Tom tried to cutler away at the Dogs' lead, but the Dogs bit back again through Bailey. I just want to bloody smooch him, Smith. Very cute. Is Gorgeous he? eyes. Hold on, I'll get a photo up real quick. Yeah, he's the guy with the mullet in the KO ads. The blonde mullet. Oh, yeah, you would want to give brother. him a smooch, wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah, Everyone wants right. to give him a smooch. Especially all the teenage girls AFL fans, or now Bulldogs fans. <laughs> all four of them. Mostly just because they're fans of Mission Chips. <laughs> <laughs> I follow the sponsors, boys. I'm not mucking around. Other Mexican food retailers are available. <laughs> Which uh, sporting club has the most financial backing? <laughs> <laughs> Spot the soccer fan. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm just a Newcastle supporter over here, mate. He's been bought by the whole country of Saudi Arabia, <laughs> haven't I? <laughs> Peter was once again doing all the right things, kicking two more to take his tally to four before Stringer got on the board himself. But the dogs had this game all tied up with a secure 32 point win. Western Ooh. Bulldogs 103, Essendon 71. Really sorry for de- derailing that one about seven times. That's going to be really good listening. <laughs> that's what ha- that's what happens when I write a fucking essay for every game, I guess. <laughs> I just like to get some. I was a kid to be like, oh fuck, reading ahead. Fuck, I got to read the long paragraph in English class, <laughs> and then I go and do this to myself. 
It's a good time though. I enjoyed the Levi quality stitching. A little subtle. Mm-hmm. Not bad. Was that not like the previous game? Yeah, there were two Levi jokes. In the previous game, yes. Mm-hmm. Keep up, dude. Keep up. Review the previous game, <laughs> not, not like sorry. two ago, honestly. <laughs> the viewers are going to get absolutely bamboozled. <laughs> They're very slow. <laughs> <laughs> Except for our North Macedonian boys. Much love. Who can translate from English to North Macedonian oh. faster than you can say. <laughs> we don't know any North Macedonian <laughs> phrases, unfortunately. In, insert North Macedonian joke here. <laughs> we can fix that in editing. I'm not going to. <laughs> what, you're not going to Google up a North Macedonian saying, record it separately and then paste it in? <laughs> you're not going to do that? <laughs> Would you believe... <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't. What no. a shame. Oh, God bless. All right. Final game. To wrap up round seven, the Swans were hoping to extend their home winning streak against the Lions in place since round 22, 2009. Oh, I wonder if they did. <laughs> <laughs> have to wait and see. Don't skip ahead. <laughs> oh, my God. Joe had an early shot, but it did not hurt the Swans going through for a behind. At the other end, Errol had the hands of a swan and dropped a sitter, but swooped on the spilled footy like a silver golden on a hot chip to kick the first goal of the game. (laughs) Daniel picked up the loose footy off a pack and kicked a wobbling tumbler, but the ball found its way between two Swans defenders and Mick stayed true on target for the Lions first. Dane Dragon Ball Zorko got... Got the Lions powering up to start the second, kicking his first goal of the season 23 (laughs) seconds in, followed shortly by a second goal. Willie smoking that Hayward, got high and put his name, put his nomination in for Mark of the Year, taking a grab over Coleman on the wing. Darcy was holding the fort for Brisbane in front of goal, kicking his record-breaking 12th goal of his career without a behind. Shout out to him. That's pretty sick. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He needs to be fed some more of the footy with Isaac kicking a set shot <laughs> round the corner from the pocket, now scoring a goal in 10 straight games. The Lions answered with three in a row before Joe, I just can't stay healthy, Danaher returned to his old ways and was subbed out with a shoulder injury right before half time. And the Lions leading by 33. You can say he got Danaher. He did get Danaher. He, um. Poor, poor guy. Uh. Danny dislocated his shoulder twice. <laughs> no one wants the Dan to do that, do they? <laughs> and Danny don't. <laughs> with Brisbane's big gun out injured, the Swans lanced open the Lions' defence with Sydney kicking five goals in 11 minutes to start the third quarter and Frank Franklin kicking four of those to bring the margin back to three points. <laughs> Lockie Neal cut the Swans down at the knees, kicking a steadier for Brisbane... And Lions fans will be hoping Daniel Mick stays in Brisbane after this season, kicking two important goals to re-extend the Lions' lead. The Lions' goals started rainering in with Cam kicking his second, while some celebration chips would have been cracked open with Charlie Nacho Cheese Cameron getting on the board to kick the Lions out to a 35-point lead. Is that why you asked? If would have loved to have my prop CCs here. Yeah, I'm really sorry. Maybe you can um, cut I'm not out editing a that in. Noise. I'm not doing that. I'm not buying a packet of chips <laughs> for, just from to a, open from and a record. previous episode. You need to scroll through and find it. 
I've already edited that, that episode sound. too, so there's no way I'm gonna <laughs> listen to it all again. Why just, not? just to cut. Why not? Because <laughs> the payoff isn't as good as you think it is. Fair oh, enough. Yeah, true. <sighs> Lance won the sprint leg of the final stage, kicking his fifth goal within a minute of the fourth quarter. Brisbane was able to water down the Swans' efforts with Rayner slotting the Lions' third goal in a row. Lockie Neal had a good feel of the footy, finishing with 37 disposals. And Isaac, he needed to get on the board earlier as as he kicked two late goals, but they weren't good enough to tame the Lions. Buddy finished with half a dozen goals himself, but would have wanted a different six-pack at the end of the night. The Swans <laughs> falling, falling by 24 points. Sydney 89, Brisbane 113. All right, should we go round eight tips? We could. Oh, it's not in the outline. It's not in the I've outline. I've got other sport news next. But I know, I know, I know. Rough, but I round su- eight tips. I suppose we could put in our tips. Alrighty. Perhaps of the mushroom variety. Uh, oh, I tipped four out of nine last perhaps. week. God. So did I. How good. Oh, no, there's another. Oh, dude, we got to record on like a Wednesday or something so I remember to put in my NRL tips. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Rough. Oh, God. All right, first game. Uh, Port Adelaide, Western Bulldogs at Adelaide Oval. Keelan, thoughts? I think it'd be rude not to tip Port Adelaide. They're just in such great form. Really? No. <laughs> <laughs> but also, so I speed ran my, um, my NRL ones, but I've just noticed a crazy thing. Brisbane winning? Is, well, that too. Mm. Um, but so I've tipped them. Yeah, I would have... Wait, you tipped them? <laughs> yes, sir. No fucking way. <laughs> I would have tipped Sydney, so I'm glad I'm glad that worked out like that. Um, and I missed the game that probably didn't matter for me. But the Dragons are $10 to win against the Storm, which is a big number. That is huge odds. Not as huge as uh, the West Coast odds later on. But Holy shit, okay. no way. Spoilers, sorry. Spoilers. Um, um, I don't know how Port are $1.65 to win against the Bulldogs. Look, me neither. But Especially with the power of mission chips on their side. <laughs> they're delicious. And they're not healthy. They're still chips. But like they're probably better than eating Smiths for hmm. your energy needs. This is true. Uh, I, th- <laughs> I think Porter on the up and up, to be perfectly honest. Coming off two wins and a close loss to uh, premiership-bound Carlton team, apparently. <laughs> Alleged. Alleged. Premiership Beyond Carlton team. Beyond Carlton team. Yeah, you've convinced That Gold me. Coast uh, caused the demise of, just quietly. Unfortunately, I think I need a safe week on the tips. I don't. I'm way down there, so I'm just going balls to the wall. Port Adelaide are favourites, by the way, so take that as you will. Yeah, I'm going to tip the favourite. Wait, hold on. I need... No, I'm, I don't need a safe week. Mental You're pretzel. right. No, you're right. If we're dog shit, it's still early. We need to we need a tip, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. to get back up. So mm-hmm. it's all good. Flawless um, logic. Yeah, it's, it's completely flawless. I'm tipping the Bulldogs by 13 points. I'm going to hate myself when they get absolutely f- flogged in Adelaide. Crowd's going to be electric. No, uh, right, you never tear us apart. You convinced me. All right, I am tipping uh, Port Adelaide by seven points. I don't see it happening. <laughs> Excellent. I think the dogs get up by at least 10. Well, well good unfortunately, luck to you, you're not in this tipping comp, so... <laughs> For the record, I've got Port by 13. Oh. Oh. Interesting. This right. next game, though, is Frio and North. 
and I'm tipping Frio. Look, it's a good uh, choice. <laughs> it's in Perth. Fremantle somehow still has lots of COVID going on, but that hasn't impacted them so far this season, even with lots of COVID, and it's North Melbourne, so Fremantle. Yep. I feel like all you did was say negatives for Frio and then still tipped Frio. That's so that how says bad a lot North about Melbourne North. is. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly, mm. exactly. Although um, they only lost by, what, 40 points to a premiership-bound Carlton team earlier. Ex- exactly. Uh, 50. 50 points. Oh, yeah. To a premiership team. <laughs> Allegedly. Alleged. <laughs> Alleged. It's definitely free, huh? Yeah, look. Uh, all right. Richmond Pies. Big ins. Big ins. Ooh. Dustin. Dusty's back. I don't know, because they haven't actually done teams yet, though, have they? They have, because it's now Thursday evening, so yes. Oh, no way. They would have released them now. Dusty and Trent Cochin both back in. Oh, Trent's back. Oh, yeah, That's they two win. two begins. Yeah, they win the game. Lock it in. Yep, I've got Richmond tipped. Can Dustin take on the mighty Cox, though? Mighty Cox? Yeah. He's, he's got sports goggles. I get it. it because the Mighty Ducks are an uh, American hockey team, and Cox is American, and his last name's Cox. <laughs> Even playing? Well, he's not out. Scanning, scanning. <laughs> Either way, it was that Grundy's in? Oh, he's on the emergencies list. Yeah, Grundy's in. So, uh, really? Yeah. It was a poor joke. Holy shit, did I click the wrong game? No, I didn't. Comparing Dusty's abilities to Mason Cox. So here's the thing. Oh, it's giving me season averages. Never mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Grundy's in. Grundy's playing. What did he do to himself last week? Fell over or something. I don't know. Over his knee. <laughs> knee. Fell over. <laughs> Grundy shouldn't be in. It's in he, he's in the team sheet. No, because I, yeah, I thought he was like done. Where? The, follow, the ruckman that they have under followers is Darcy Cameron. I wasn't looking at that. I was looking at players. Ah, so yeah, that's just going to give you season averages. Yeah, okay, yeah, that's yeah, unfortunate. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm really sorry for yep. giving everyone fake news. Yeah, uh, I'm tipping Richmond. I'm really sorry for not saying allegedly in, um, and I left my op- myself open to a bunch of <laughs> legal issues in future, I guess. so. Grundy. That's all right, you're um, issuing your statement of retractment now, so that's yeah, fine. Yeah, immediately after. Yep. Yeah. All right, I Rich- just, I just Richmond for me. this episode. Richmond for me, based Same. on Dusty. Um, Dusty for two goals or more. Well, he's a returning forward. So Isaac's rule <laughs> does apply. House on it responsibly. <laughs> Absolutely. Allegedly, he's fixed his uh, mental health worries as well. So man's got um, clear brain, full heart, can't lose. He's ready to go. Um, okay, Sydney Suns. Sydney are huge favourites. At SCG. 1% of people have tipped the Gold Coast. And we're sitting with them right now. That 1% <laughs> does not include me <laughs> this week. I don't These think, are my I two don't teams, think you're going to sway it. So it's bittersweet either way, based on the result. I don't really care. Um, Sydney's probably going to win. I think so. By quite a margin. You would hope so. Yeah. This next game, though, they're playing at Manuka Honey Oval. They are back in Canberra, the Giants, um, against Geelong. Yeah. Dangerfield, back in, big in. 
Yeah, Ooh. but bloody Green kicked about a million last week. I so know. exactly. And uh, like I mentioned in the other week's wrap up, Giants weren't able to break their losing streak at Manuka. Therefore, due for a winning Canberra, I'm tipping the Giants. <laughs> They are due. They due. He's a big, big man. time. That is literally the only thing he's betting this on. Pretty much. I mean, Geelong are good, but also like, oh, Dangerfield though. Oh, this is a toughie. Dangerfield back, uh, two plus goals. Yeah, but Cornelio's House on him responsibly. Not playing dog shit like he was last year. So Cornelio stripped of the captaincy this season. I reckon he volunteered it up because as soon as he got captain, he just fell to pieces. Pretty much. Weight of weight of the club on his shoulders, and they crumbled. Not enough lat raises. Yeah, is <laughs> I just press submit tips. Ah, uh, Toby Green, it, Josh Kelly, co-captains this season. Is it rare to be uh, stripped alongside Stephen Canelio? So trio of captains. Like oh, a bit it. of a threesome, if you will. Um, I would say it's pretty rare. Usually, they mm. just sort of like do like a co-captain situation, and one mm. of them sort of retires or moves on mm. most of the time. Um, but if someone's injured, then they usually obviously move it as well. That makes yeah, sense. Well, he wasn't injured. He was like dog shit. McAvoy was <laughs> yeah. captain for Hawks, yeah. and he's been uh, that that captaincy is now on O'Meara and Sicily. Yeah. Ooh. So I usually just move it to younger players. Yeah, yeah it makes sense. Yeah. All right. Uh, Lions versus Eagles at the Gabba. Did you just skip a game, champ? Did I? Yeah, it's Hawthorne vs Essendon at. Oh, Vell sorry. That's what it. Come on, man. That's what it has on the app, but on the AFL app, it's Lions first because the game starts at the same time as the Hawthorne game. Mm. Oh, you're not putting in your tips now? I put them in this afternoon already. Oh, okay. I have a very you... important meeting uh, meeting scheduled in on work time. Yeah, very sensible. For about half an hour every Thursday afternoon where don't I discuss send, my tips this, with my colleagues. Don't send this to your boss. <laughs> um, yeah, He's in well, the group. <laughs> so I, I picked Hawthorne. Uh, yes, house on Hawthorne. Both I'd of them. Both out. of them. At a dollar fifty nine, that's way too good odds. Hawthorne line, smash it responsibly against the bombers. I mean, I love Stringer's out. He's the only good bomber. <laughs> Josh Ward is back for Hawthorne. Don't know who that is. He's a little. He's a little little fella. He's a big cutie pie. What do, What do the bookies know? Little or big. The bookies, know the bookies know that O'Meara is actually um, <laughs> That's why getting... I'm taking their money. <laughs> taking the, the cleaners. Bo- I'm sorry. The bookies know that O'Meara has actually been getting the ball again. So um, he's actually making an impact again. And I don't know. Great defense. So lock Hawthorne. 159 on the Hawks. Lock of the week. As Only... the kids are saying is a little sussy, if you will. What is real sussy, though, is... Max, Max Lynch, but um, Essendon's ruckman Sam Draper also is um, twenty three with very few games under his belt. Yes. Um, so look, you have to imagine it's Hawks. Like even even if it's as little by one, I'm riding Hawks. I'm riding Hawks minus nine and a half at the line. That's way too small. <laughs> I'm running Hawks plus 13, <laughs> plus 40. <laughs> Lock John Newcomb for about 600 disposals. <laughs> that that that's Josh Ward. Okay. Yeah. Well, he had a he's had, he's had a he's had a couple of good games. Um, okay. Take your word for it. He played a couple, so I mean, <laughs> it kind of you know, lock him in, boys. All right. Excellent. Uh, we got the COVID-riddled birds versus <laughs> the Lions at the Gabatois. 
Ooh. <laughs> uh, Eagles, I, I assume the teams haven't come out yet because they're getting extended time again uh, because of COVID to announce their team. Uh, their coach is out with COVID. Everyone's out with COVID. <laughs> they don't have enough players to back, play a WAFL game because of COVID because they need to list at least three AFL-level players on their waffle game list, but they only have one that they could run wow. with. So, unlucky. Uh, I would say Brisbane by a million, but guess what? We're forecast for rain for at least the next 10 days here in Queensland. So, bet the under and bet the lines. The spread is negative 70 points. May not cover that, but they might, because I don't think West Coast is going to kick more than 10. I put West Coast down... Um, for at least 12 points. <laughs> <laughs> I assume at some point it'll be so disgusting that Brisbane might kick them for them. Might uh, just kick one the wrong way. Yeah, oh no, whoops, boys. <laughs> We've just kicked 15 behinds for West Coast. Wow, <laughs> crazy. Uh, the line has moved to negative 72 and a half for those wondering. Life's too short, but I think in this game when it's going to be soaking wet, <laughs> Noah and his arc's going to be in attendance. <laughs> Bet the under. Yeah, that's pretty... And if you're feeling completely ballsy, bet your house on West Coast. They are $17 to win. That is a return of 17 houses. Nah. <laughs> it's bad juice economy. That's it. Just give me give me your house. I'll do you a favour. <laughs> <laughs> When someone tells you they can 17 times you something or <laughs> dubious at best, 17 <laughs> times you something or give you nothing in return, those two options, right? You They're only, the same so you, thing. You They're only, the same option. No, no, no. But there's, there's only two options. So the odds are 50-50. So 50% chance you get $17 return and... 50% chance you get $0 in return. This absolutely isn't how betting odds work. This is entirely <laughs> how flipping a coin works. <laughs> if we, ah, if, yes. This game could be described nothing other than a coin flip. A coin. <laughs> if we can find other like-minded individuals such as Keelan, perhaps we should... I got a fucking bridge to sell them. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. Uh, on to D's versus Saints. It's D's. Sunday afternoon, it's D's. Surely. What is it? D's. 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 D's what? Nuts. <laughs> this Got feels him. forced at that point. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Say the line. <laughs> People listen for one thing. It's absolutely D's. It's D's by minus 20 and a half. Easy cover. D's all day. <sighs> I think it'll be close to 20. 20 to 30. Yeah, look, out of spite, it's D's by a lot. Killed us on the shit list. (laughs) 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 To be fair, you tip Melbourne because they're likely to win. Yes. Yep. But because St. Kilda are on the tip list, not tipping them means they're more likely to win. And I want this, this winning streak to just fuck off at this point. So... Let's tip Melbourne so that St. Kilda win. Due for a loss, you reckon? They've no, won, I they've think... They've won too many? No, no, no. I, 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 don't, I don't think they're due for a loss because they're actually good at the football. But I think um, 
St Kilda are due for a win if you tip against them. I see. Yeah. Fair enough. Can't hate the logic. Makes sense to me. <laughs> the shit list don't lie. Shit list don't They've lie. They've got 17 entries on the shit list. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and finally, Carlton versus Adelaide at Marvel. Hmm. Carlton. 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 Out of spite also, because Adelaide let me down last week against GWS. Yeah, they absolutely fell to pieces. They got, yeah. they got spanked. I was feeling good about Adelaide too. Me and too. Then, yeah, Way too not. good about it, and they got spanked. Yep. I think I had to refresh the score on AFL.com.au several times because I just couldn't believe that GWS had that many points and I was convinced it was an error. Yeah, Yeah. well, it is what it is. They got spanked. It's embarrassing. All right. Excellent. Should we we move on? We have the most important sporting news of all from outside the country. Go on. (laughs) Uh, And that is that Liverpool um, got over their absolutely filthy first half performance against uh, Villarreal. Villarreal, thank you. Like 17 other teams' names popped into my mind. I just <laughs> couldn't do it, hey. There's a lot of Villas and a lot of Reals. There's a lot of teams There's that wear yellow. But yeah, so yeah, they had a shocking first half performance. Young boys um, wear yellow? But then, yeah, young boys so. do wear yellow. Yeah. Shout out young boys. Shout out young Football boys. Football club. <laughs> Football club. <laughs> Football club. <laughs> I think their abbreviation is YSC, so up the YSC. Um, but yeah, shock and, and then for some reason Villarreal just kind of didn't play the second half. Yep. So shout out to them. Um, <laughs> and so Liverpool are in the final. And then uh, Pep Guardiola overthinked it again with, 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 with the CDM position. And instead of playing... None of them, like he did in the final the other year. He played two of them. And their defense still got penetrated and they lost. So, shout out to Pep for being on my side. Um, And shout out to Liverpool for um, making up for... Well, hopefully for making up for the Champions League defeat to Real Madrid a couple of years ago. Mm. Yep. Mm. Absolute scenes uh, in the 90-plus minute range for Real Madrid. Unreal stuff. Check the highlights. Kind of ridiculous. Yeah, two goals in the 90 plus and then another goal in extra time. Crazy stuff, man. You don't see it often. Don't see it often. Um, it, someone said it was the best uh, second leg comeback in Champions League history and I disagree. Go on. <laughs> Barcelona, Liverpool at Anfield. 4-0 Liverpool. Best comeback in history. 4-0 4-0 against Messi. Do you consider it a comeback? Not a defender. It was a comeback because... Yeah, no, he's not Yeah, no, he's not a defender. Yeah, it's not Liverpool against Messi, is it? He's not a yeah, defender. Yeah, but like... That's I was, was going to start him, listing players, but like, I just couldn't be bothered. Either they way, had a good team. How, how can it be a comeback with zero points scored? But a second leg comeback. So they had to score four goals... To win win the game. Oh, I see. Yeah, um, because Fuck. yeah, it's pretty impressive. Yeah, and if uh, Barcelona scored at all at all, it would have messed it up too because they had away goal rules back then, so the away goal counted. Mm. For, yeah, it's just a yeah. NBA <laughs> biscuit association or basketball. Uh, I'm all biscuited out due to the health kick. Um, All right, no biscuits this week. No, no biscuits. Biscuit talk, no biscuits, it. unfortunately. Aww. 
Basketball, though. Uh, we're into the conference semifinals. Matty? True. True. <laughs> <laughs> That's fact. Yeah, it's going on. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, that's an accurate fact. That's not an alleged. We are in the conference semis. Uh, we've got. And they are universe. giving me <laughs> semis. Conference Ooh. semis. They're making my conference a semi for sure. Nice. Oh. Sheesh. All right. I'm so sorry. In the East, <laughs> we've got Miami versus Philadelphia. <laughs> Miami's currently got a two-nil lead. Yeah. Poor Philly. Working them over. No Joel Embiid. Mm. Got a broken face. Uh, Milwaukee versus Boston. Juan Juan. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I didn't suspect either team to blow out the other team because Boston have just come firing out of the gate. Mm-hmm. Um, Jalen and Tatum proving they can both play on the same team. Yep. Uh, but you, you know, you got you have to think Giannis is just too powerful. Look, he is the best player in the NBA at committing charges and getting fouls called for him. <laughs> So, if the refs call the rules like the rules are, then they won't win. He's unstoppable. But if they actually call them charges like they should have done last game, even though they got, you know, dicked down by yeah, Boston, yeah. Yeah. Um, then, you know, it's going to be tough. Mm. But with Middleton out, I think Boston has a better, deeper lineup. Mm. And they should get Marcus Smart back too. Mm. Uh, i got a future on Boston, by the way. Just quietly to, also uh, to win the the whole thing yeah to win the whole thing yeah, win the okay. conference uh i've got a f- oh, just the conference or conference the- and the whole thing both. oh not separately separately yeah okay. yeah um <laughs> i also put a few more units this week on liverpool to win uh champions league what kind of units are we talking uh i added another three units i think i think i'm up to eight units now so dollars what was that? Nah, units, man. Like a unit. I don't understand. What's that? So it's. I, li- I thought you were just like using units as a word for dollars. Generally, one unit is 1% of your total bankroll that you gamble with. If you're a smart gambler, you'll gamble with a bankroll rather than go, oh, I'm going to put the house on, you know, <laughs> Hawthorne line, for example, negative okay. nine and a half. That's right. Um, you'll go, you know, here's a unit. On this, this is good value to return, you know. Oh, so you're literally putting in units. You're not just... Okay, all right. Yeah. Okay. Or you break down your bankroll into, you know, what would be 1%? Yeah. That's a unit of your bankroll. Mm. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. So that saves you going, here's 100 bucks on a multi. Ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> Every weekend. <laughs> well, see, if if my bankroll is $100,000, that's not many units though. So I guess it is all relative. Yes. Yeah. Well, yes. it's it's always the same number of units, but the value will change depending on your personal bankroll. Yes, correct. That's the that's what I was making. Yes. Yeah. 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 So yeah, I added a few more units when they were at dollar uh, ninety, I think. Yeah. Uh, or actually, I got on. At, Wait, they're only dollar ninety. I got on. They were. I got on at two dollars before their game against Villarreal. Mm. Uh, and then I added again at a dollar ninety once they'd won that game, uh, and I think they're probably down to a dollar sixty-seven, roughly something like that, I to win. What Real is to win? Then I'm gonna look that up while we uh, continue. Chat about fair enough. Dollar uh, fifty on sports bet for Real. No, for Liverpool to win the Champions League. Ooh. Yeah, oh. obviously that takes into account both legs, a result after both legs. Yeah, wow. So 
I should have a good return coming there. Uh, but yes, got a future on Boston. Uh, and then in the West, we've got Phoenix Suns versus Dallas. Hmm. The Suns might just sweep them. They're up yeah, 2-0. It's looking, it's looking that way. Dallas has Ann Guy, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, and the Suns are very good. Got it was it was impressive for Dallas to get this far, I think. Mm, absolutely. Yep. Yep, yep. They had a few injuries, a bit of a tough season. Bit of personnel changes. Yep, yep. Yep. But I think they might just get swept. Yeah. 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 Um, and then Golden State versus Memphis at one all in the series. This is an exciting series. Yeah. Also have a future on Memphis. So oh, would love them to get up. But yeah. boys. Memphis getting up would be huge. Yeah. Golden State has won so much recently. Yeah. I'd just like to see someone else do it. Yeah, that's fair enough. Um in other NBA adjacent talk, did hmm. well, I showed you guys this picture earlier <laughs> of Russell Westbrook's outfit at Was the Was that Russell Met Gala. Westbrook? Yes. Yes, sir. Going to the, the Met one... Gala. Yeah. Wow, okay. So for those who haven't seen it, Google it. Russell Westbrook. Met Gala 2022. He was in a full suit, top hat, dinner jacket, dressed to the nines, and a great dress kilt on the bottom half. He's a well-known... Um, fashion icon. I was going to say Scotsman. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've got some um, instantaneous <laughs> reactions from my own brain seeing this image. When you've got the Met Gala at eight, but need to defend your country from the English at ten. <laughs> 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 uh, he looked like he averaged a triple-double in the 18th century <laughs> Or he's, you know, yeah. averaging 30 a night for the New York Knickerbockers <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, not hmm. bad But he was dressed well Can't disagree with that Alright uh, Any other sport-related news before I get into NHL Stanley Club? Stanley Cup. Well, just quickly, Liverpool are 48% to win, Real Madrid are 26%, and somehow, oh, it must be a draw after regular time is to also 26%. For the, like, first game odds sort of thing? It was only one game. Oh, is it just one? Yeah. Uh-huh. So it must be 26% for it to end as a draw in regular time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. would be then. Interesting. I tried Googling, like, the, the actual odds because I don't have, a like, sports bet or anything installed, and yep. all it gave me was English odds, and they... They did fractions. It was like plus 125 to like plus 625. Oh, I see. That's the American odds wise. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Those are weird also. I wish everyone just did decimals. It would be a lot easier. Well, it's well known that Americans can't do the math. That's true. Um, Shout out to our North Macedonian fans, though, who can indeed do the math. (laughs) Yep. Yep, absolutely. We don't Um, need our American fans. Yeah, no. The Americans are a bit weird. (laughs) The English are even more weird by doing... um, Fractions as their odds. They'll give but, you like a seven over eight. Yeah, they give you a seven over eight, but then they don't make them common fractions. No, no. Yeah, it'll be so like, they, it was like seven over eight to like nine over 16. You're like, fuck. <laughs> you're telling me I have to convert these to common fractions in my head or go straight to decimals. I'm like, nah, not a chance. I'm going home, closing <laughs> my phone. Exactly. exactly. I just wouldn't bet. Like, you How about bother. you make the barrier for entry lower so the 16-year-olds can get in on it or something? Exactly. You wouldn't bother. So, uh, Stanley Cup playoffs, first round. Uh, shout out to my boy, Jerry Can for the tips. He's great. Um, I'm writing... Is that a real person? Yes. Wow. 
Jerry, yes. JC. Not Ken. Wait, his last name is actually Ken? Probably. You know anyone who can give out good tips? Jerry Ken. As you were. <laughs> uh, I'm so sorry. I thought it might have been the bloke you talked to at work for your tips. No, 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 no. Maybe no. it is, maybe it isn't. Maybe, yeah, maybe look, it it's 20 to 10. I've been at work all day, all right? And you come in swinging with some bullshit. I don't want to piss off Mr. Jerry Can if he's a real person and you don't listen to the pod. So, you don't. He's a great guy. Uh, I'm on Florida and Carolina in the east and St. Louis and Calgary in the west to go all the way. Begrudgingly on Calgary, mm. but they're a good team. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> They've, they're 1-0 in their series with a 1-0 victory in the first game. <laughs> mm, that's playoff hockey. <laughs> uh, Hurricanes are on fire, winning both games at home to start the series. Unlike the Flames. 10-3 goals. <laughs> <laughs> Lousy Flames. <laughs> uh, the Oilers might come for a reverse sweep after dropping the first game to the Kings, and yeah. then they win the... Won the second game today, six nil. So they'll always be dangerous. With yep. CMD, Allah, Michael Jordan, Muhammad Ali of hockey right now. Mm-hmm. McJesus, if you will, mm. um, and Drysaitel, of course. Mm. Ridiculous offense. Uh, and then we had our first NHL overtime game in the playoffs, with the Rangers going to three OTs <laughs> before losing to the Penguins. Notoriously bad in OT in recent years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not sure why. But Well, it, as we touched on before the pod, a couple of blokes had played 45 minutes worth of hockey each. <laughs> so they were basically falling over at this point on themselves. They pretty much were. Yeah. Couldn't feel their legs. Pretty they much were 700% bruise. <laughs> out in their feet. Yeah, just... Oh, disgusting. Just like tubes of meat. <laughs> Drifting around on the ice. <laughs> How do they stay upright? <laughs> <laughs> um, I hope the Rangers get through that. It'll be a tough series against Penguins. Yeah, I know. But I would like the Rangers to get up just because they're cool to watch. And uh, the playoff format of overtime is better for them because they're better at 5-on-5 five five hockey than for sure. the usual 3-on-3 three three overtime rules. For sure. So, I mean, you, you won't have any complaints from me and Matt if the Rangers go through. So. No, absolutely not. No, that'd be hype. Um... We had a couple of goalies get injured as well. A couple? Yeah. A couple oh. games, goalies went off injured with the backups coming in, um, which could potentially open up the elusive e-bug, which is the emergency backup goalie <laughs> appearance. So the last one we had was only five days ago, actually. And to explain the concept, it's a person employed by the home team who comes to every game. They usually have one or two people or three people that sort of rotate around the roster. Hmm. They come to every game. They're pretty much just an average Joe with a day job that have hockey goalie experience. They come and watch the game. They can bring a friend for free every home game. Each team gets two goalies that they can bring to the game. If both of them get injured, the e-bug is in. <laughs> Doesn't matter what team that they, they go in for. They go in for either team. So five days ago, both of the... Ducks goalies got injured in Dallas against the Stars. So this bloke, uh, what's his name? Thomas Hodges comes in. He'd watched over 100 games as the e-bug, 
hadn't been called on yet until five days ago. Gets his first NHL appearance. Plays pretty much all of the third period. Saves two shots. Lets in one goal. Unfortunately, his team got the loss. Um, He filled in for the Ducks. Had the Ducks jersey on, but had a Dallas Stars helmet on because it was the only equipment available (laughs) in the Dallas home ground. But uh, what was the score on the game? uh, Finished 4-2. Oh, so his one goal didn't even... Like his one let didn't even... Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How good. He must be feeling huge. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Oh, Oh, yeah. You could push him over. But he wouldn't fall over because he'd be an absolute tripod at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> it's the most insane rule I've ever heard of. It's crazy, hey? It's bonkers. Especially hockey too. You're just some bloke that's about to get absolutely fucked on, dude. That's it. You come in, you take a shot to the face, you lose half your teeth and you've got to go to your fucking accounting job the next day. Imagine <laughs> that. <laughs> I reckon they should have oh more God. average Joes put into more sports. Like mm. once a game, every sport, each team gets a <laughs> no. Joe. Each team gets two Rockmen. <laughs> a Joe in the Rock. Look, uh, <laughs> imagine being a Joe in the Rock going up against fucking Max Gorn. <laughs> you got Nat Nui jumping at you from the other side. Oh. <laughs> if there was a special week, maybe, depending on the sport, so NBA having 82 games in a season, if there was a specific week where the average Joe could play six minutes of NBA basketball and you could see a let's go the average five foot seven American man ten five foot seven average I think isn't that average five that nine can't be uh, that five is five nine I believe five is nine tiny five seven is F- five nine <laughs> is average in America whatever the- I believe five six is the worldwide average <laughs> from top of my head surely not it what? is <laughs> all right sorry please go on I need to let's say it's that. five nine Five yeah. nine is the American average. This is correct. We're fucking huge, then, hey. We're not, we're not in America, are we? <laughs> yeah, Jake? sorry. I'm so sorry. God, please, boys. Everything's bigger in Australia, isn't it? I know one thing that's not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Please continue your funny. Uh, yeah, look, our guns, maybe. Now let's say <laughs> for this one week, perhaps four to six minutes in every particular game. The average Joe gets to go out there. What do you reckon? Like the first four to six in the... Sorry. The last three and first three of the first and second quarters. Sure. When the starters usually go off. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you've got Blake Griffin coming off the bench. And uh, you've got Max Johnson, accountant. 5'9". Best player at the local YMCA coming in. 10 kilos overweight, can't really run, but has a nice three. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's got to guard this 6'10 behemoth of a human being. Mm-hmm. It'd, be, it'd, it'd put things into perspective. So, it'd be one of those things, right, where Isaac's like, you back the back the forward that's like a rookie, right? Because no <laughs> one's going to know how to defend him. <laughs> no one knows how to defend bloody Joe Bloggs, the accountant who works for Google sometimes. <laughs> I I think just purely math, just mathematics. I'm not I'm not great with math, but the amount of time it would take the 5 foot 9 man to jump and shoot the ball towards the ring would be ample time for the 6 foot 10 man to cleanly block him. Anywhere on the court at any time. I think you're wrong. There is no way Kevin Durant is blocking the average Joe. You're just wrong. I was doing a bit 
Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't a very good one. It was like that BT bit I did earlier <laughs> with Max Gorn performing <laughs> I, well. I, guess, I took I you guess. dead seriously. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, nah, that's on me. Me too. Um, But fully seriously, if I was said average <laughs> Joe and got NBA starter minutes in an NBA game, I think I could score at least two points, <laughs> get three rebounds, and, rebounds and no two assists. There's no way you're getting no. rebounds ah, in the NBA. Ah, ah, ah. Russell Westbrook is roughly the same height as me, and he was collecting 10 easy. Man can jump. He can jump, but the players also tap them down to him, and he brings the ball up the court. I'm taking up space there. <laughs> I can box out. At least one wayward three is going to fall in my lap. Yeah, okay. Statistically, one rebound. I'll allow it. I reckon I can get three. I'll allow one. <laughs> And an assist. The worst two, part is two, we're three, never going to get an answer for this bullshit. Lobbing an assist to anyone above six foot six, surely easy. I reckon I can easily get two assists, maybe a lob, or how hard is it going to be to make that extra pass for the open guy in the corner? That's you, it. So you tell me you're going to get a triple single. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the points. Maybe though. quadruple single because I'll probably have a foul in there too. The points though. <laughs> I reckon I can get an open look. You think LeBron James can't tee you up for an open look? You I think just it, have to make one yeah, shot. Yeah, I think real. Yeah, okay. Well, I don't completely know. open look. You're forgetting how much pants shitting you're going to be doing <laughs> with it, fucking. Hey, if it's Giannis, an open look, Giannis gonna... guarding you like <laughs> Giannis isn't going to be guarding me. Why would he be guarding the six foot three guard? Because you're you're scary. Are you six three? Yes. I don't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that, you seemed more offended by that than the bold statement of being able to score in the NBA. I can score one bus in the NBA. I could draw a foul in the NBA. I, I'm the foul with, rules uh, are much easier to draw than in our fucking D league. That's for sure. I'm with don't you. don't talk about the fouls in our league because of fucking how many times Dan got fouled on Tuesday night. Oh my god! Yeah, exactly. I'm with Keelan a hundred percent on this. You you step onto the NBA court for the first time. You look around, the thunderous roar of all the fans. Accurate description because I'd slot myself in the <laughs> Oklahoma City, th- City Thunder. Yes, go on. And you see, there he is. Don't even know his name. The f- 501st ranked player in the NBA. Cult hero, Isaac Lee's average Joe coming in to show everyone that nothing is impossible. You step on the court and you see arguably the worst current NBA player and you witness him take three strides and make it to the other end of the court mm-hmm. and now he's guarding you on your jump shot mm-hmm. the ball slips out of your fucking fingers because sweat's <laughs> just pouring off your fucking body from every orifice he's uh, right you're telling me someone's not going to double you know the best guard on the team and leave me open they're oh, going to let me take even, an open look. I they let fucking Ben that. Simmons take open looks all fucking season. Not this season, last season, obviously. He didn't play this season. As an untrained NBA player, you're not releasing the ball at nine feet in the air. Yes, but I'm getting open looks. There's literally no yeah. one in front of me. They're blocking actually, you from wherever you are on the court. I'm getting swayed because I forgot <laughs> if that I'm double teaming is a thing. Because they'll the totally key. double team exactly. like okay. anyone other than you. Yeah, exactly. They're going to... 
if I'm in the corner, they're going to take the guy that's on the 45 who's going to make the extra pass to me first because he's going to fucking put the ball in the hoop and I'm more likely than not not going to put the ball in the hoop without any pressure. So they're going to take that every time. Like Ben Simmons, when LeBron would guard him from the no-charge circle under the hoop and he's up top of the key above the three-point line. I can I get open. Can shoot better than Ben Simmons as well. To Probably. Be fair. <laughs> it I looks, got, it I looks got more better. baskets this season than Ben Simmons. Oof. Same amount of points in the NBA this season, us two. <laughs> <laughs> I will allow potentially one, one basket within the first 35 seconds of the game. If you were able to weasel the ball somewhere around the between the three point line, the half court shot. And out of sheer disrespect, the other players just look at you and laugh and allow you to take the shot. It could go in. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. I, yeah. (laughs) It does happen. I I reckon it would happen. (laughs) Yeah. It would happen, not does happen. Fuck's sake. Luca uh, said himself, it's so much easier to score in the NBA because there's so much more space, which is true. He shit on the NBA. Luca Luca Doncic Doncic I can't pronounce it. Shout out to our <laughs> Slovenian boys. Thank <laughs> yeah. you. European uh current Dallas Mavericks player. Um completely shit on the NBA. <laughs> he played for the Real Madrid basketball club for what like 5 years yeah. or something as a professional player as a teenager. But this I I would say this is rare. He come he comes out and verbally just shits on the NBA. Says it's easy, anyone can score, and then proceeds to get like triple doubles every game. Just <laughs> well, he's just proven himself right at that point. Exactly, he? he's he not even that walk. fit. He can <laughs> fact. He's not. he's not. No, he's not. But he also like he got absolutely schooled by fucking Chris Paul in their last game too. Yeah, everyone's gonna get schooled by Chris Paul. Chris Paul, it's so good to watch. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm getting a block in my stats. I'm just making one basket. <laughs> oh, no, it's basket. definitely not happening. Three rebounds have fallen to me in 30 minutes. I actually... So I am... You get 30 minutes of playtime. I said, with starters minutes, I would get two, point, two points, three <laughs> rebounds, two assists. Okay. Yeah. So I actually 100% agree with the shot now. Mm-hmm. I'm sold. Completely mm-hmm. You're sold. sold. You're getting two points. Yeah. Yep. But... <laughs> I'm still I'm still against the rebounds. I reckon the rebounds are the hardest part there because you'll easily get an assist. You can pass the ball. Oh, yeah. I'll easily get two assists. Yeah. Three assists. Maybe one will be a bounce pass too. Probably. Source it up. Yeah. Oh, I would love for this to get tested. <laughs> Just based off... I the- can make the open... The next pass to the open guy in the it, corner. In, Easy. In, a, in our league, yes. The average six foot seven, seven foot four wingspan NBA player... Uh, but imagine f- the the whole the whole thing is and why I'm back in the idea is how underestimated Isaac is going to be. Exactly, that's if, the, if the, the deciding fact. It literally, it literally what, is. Once I make that first shot, then they're going to have to close me out. Then I'm going to make get the open assist. pass. Maybe, maybe if you hit one from one from the on corner, fire. look out. They'll be like, no fucking. Way. <laughs> And then they'll double team you and you'll just be getting passes for days. Exactly. You've maybe, got the composure to maybe, pass out of a double team. Maybe to help paint this, Zach Rissol Rizowski. Even more difficult to spell than it is to say. 
imagine any one of us now playing against a team of five Zacks. But taller. Mm. Yeah. Even just five Zacks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, trying to score a point. Zach switches off sometimes too because he's <laughs> better than us. But assume he's not switched off. He's in prime Zach mode. Yeah, but all I, I think there's a whole segment of NBA players switching off True. called Shacked and a Fool. <laughs> I'm gonna get one of them. <laughs> and like, look at you. You're also <laughs> you're gonna hit the start of the game, right? <laughs> so if you're coming on at the start, I reckon you're like they're gonna be they're gonna be like what compla- the fuck? No, it's gonna be a little bit more complacent though because. They have the entire rest of the game to make up for any points that you do get lucky enough to score, perhaps. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so they're just going to feel the waters. They're just going to let you do what you do your thing, mm-hmm. see if they actually need to guard you or not. Mm-hmm. And they're not going to have to. No. Until you score. Until I score, and then they're going to have to. And then they close me out. And, you know, yes, I may not get a chess pass, but I could bring it two steps in and dish it underneath because they're a billion feet tall in the air and just trying to swap me like this probably over the top <laughs> just to embarrass me. Just <laughs> now, I'd like to see you try and spin move one of these fellas. Because it looked... Chris Paul made it look pretty easy to spin move past Luca earlier. Yeah, so look, I'm not going to be able to spin move like that. Unlucky. Clearly. So you can't... I might be able to slowly pivot around and see what happens. Can't, <laughs> can't tween it across over to, to spin. I definitely wouldn't call it a spin. <laughs> a rotation is made <laughs> I'm going to be like Clay Thompson with my 2-3-2 two, two. I'm going to have that yeah, okay. stat line And no dribbles of the basketball <laughs> <laughs> Oh man oh, Yikes uh, Well we've yeah. forgotten to do a draft this week But I think The I think amount of fine. shit talk you've teed up again <laughs> Has adequately Adequately filled in that gap and my iPad's on 1%, so we're going to quickly flip a coin, I reckon. Ooh. Yep. And given that we're on like an hour and a half worth of pod, this is pretty good. Yeah, who's up? Uh, I'll refresh. I think it's back and to me. And my iPad will die. Is it back to you? I, you th- do- I think so. I think I've Isaac done two, but I think one. we've all done two. Yeah, I think Isaac went first, didn't he? I'm pretty sure I did. Oh, you did? Okay, all right. We'll just do it anyway. Cause then whatever. Isaac, then you. Yeah, so... Tails, oh, you oh, I can't tell you. I can't tell you what the odds are currently. No, 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 no. That would change the outcome of this current flip if you knew the whatever it is. I Pro think. Performance are you ready? I think we're leaning heads. I believe I've said heads twice and gotten it twice. No, I'm, I didn't tell you the stats. So I didn't want you to think about them. Stop it. Don't let it influence your decision. Do it. I like heads, but but as they say, <laughs> I don't always want to go heads. Tails never fails is what I was leaning towards, mm. but. <laughs> You're going to have two seconds to do it as I flip this coin. Flipping. Heads. That was confident. I was confident. I like co- it. We back confidence here. It's all about confidence, baby. It's up heads. Back yourself. Let's go. So, we know Tails never fails, but in this case, heads was due. <laughs> of course it was. Because Tails was on 51.37%. What did I just say? Tails or heads? Yep, tails. Yeah, Yeah, and then heads was 48.36%. Well and truly due. Well and truly due by literally 700,000 coin flips. Excellent. There you go. How good. Three from three. I think the real value we bring to the world isn't our takes on anything. (laughs) It is just the the timestamp of how many coins have been flipped. (laughs) Weekly. (laughs) Um, And on that bombshell. See you next week. Uh
It's going off. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs>